The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of That's So Retrograde is brought to you by Chosen Foods, a San Diego-based health food company best known for starting the avocado oil craze. For 50% off your order of $10 or more, visit chosenfoods.com slash TSR and use promo code retrograde at checkout. Play that jingle. That's so retrograde. <laughs> Am I on tune? Am I doing it? Wow. Am I living it? Sure, friend. As we live and breathe. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hi, I'm Stephanie Simbari. And hey, it's a topical Halloween appropriate witchy episode of That's So Retrograde. Steph and I are dressed <laughs> to the nines right now in our Halloween finest. Are we? we? No, we're not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you if by that you mean a sweater, yeah. then yes. Yes. But we are in our Halloween spirit. We really are. Spiritual finest. And I feel like this really kind of is the year of the witch mm. in like a beautiful way where where we're seeing all of these just anti-female rhetoric, but also in the face of so much positive female rhetoric. And we're bringing back the witch in the way that we've always needed to, harnessing the female power, harnessing the power of the goddess. And I really, I dressed up for a Halloween party um, five days ago. Mm-hmm. and Because we're in Los Angeles and Halloween is a month long. I don't know why I went to a Halloween Halloween party on August, I mean, October 20th, <laughs> but I, I, I leaned in. And I really took a lot of concentrated time to build this witchy vibe. Vibe. And I felt like I was channeling a certain goddess energy. I mean, I made, I like, of course, did a Pinterest deep dive, looked at like what to put on my face. What else is Pinterest for if not for a Halloween inspo? But instead of doing what they told me, I did my own spin on it. And I made like the center of my head a heart. And I was like, I'm the witch goddess of love. And Ooh. then I was like dancing and partying. And I was like really feeling that energy. So I feel like use this Halloween as an opportunity to raise your own feminine witchy vibe. Yes. Yes. Right. 2018 for me will always be the year that I successfully um, cast a spell in which my painter who ghosted me. Oh, yeah. Back into my ether and finished the job. So I'm a believer. I'm into that. Yeah. And the more that I really think about intentionality and this idea and we'll get into it with Maya, but this idea of of a spell being something that you just really put your intention into and then take action after. The more that I do that and realize that I have power to create that in my life, the more I feel in control and happy and less attached to like a shitty, sticky reality and more aligned with the one that I want to create. The narrative that you're creating. Totally. And it's so important now because we're just being berated with insanity and darkness. And if we take time in our life to focus on really what we want to create within ourselves, within our own power of being a woman, of being a person, I mean, what's that's a limitless possibility. So I think Halloween is a great time for us to all c- kick off our inner witchiness now uh-huh. and now and forever. Hell, hell yes. Hell yes. Um, yeah, let's just cut to our beautiful conversation with our guest, Maya Spalter, who's really giving us witch-related lady baby hacks. Love. Welcome, Maya. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Sometimes the internet bestows upon us gifts. Yeah. And once you find a cool thing, that would be a great topic to cover on the show. And such is the case with you. How did you find it? Uh, Lena Dunham's Instagram. There we go. That is so exciting. (laughs) And I was like, we'll be in New York City. This is perfect. And then you were like, actually, I'm going to be in L.A. Yeah. And it's it's great for me. I was like really hope I have enough reasons to be in LA. And I was like, oh, okay, good. I we have at least two. Reasons. Like we're <laughs> perfect. We're clear. So perfect. Talk to us. I'll give us some background of the book and what the book is. Sure. Well, um, I started out working at Enchantments when I was about 19. Uh, I went oh, wait, to I want to clarify that. Yeah. So the name of your book is also oh, the name of the store exactly. that you were working at on the Lower East Side. Exactly. Which yeah. is like a witchy store. In- Officially the East Village. I don't want anybody to get mad. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure. I've been out of New York for a long time. They're really close. It's You could, you could get confused. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it's the East Village. So I um, I went to college in New York City. I grew up just outside the city. And um, 
I needed a job like most people do. And um, I thought the East Village was the coolest place ever when I was a teenager. It's still pretty cool. And um, so I just was like, oh, I guess that's where I'm going to work. And I guess I'm just going to walk around until I find a place where, there, where they will have me. And um, <laughs> I found enchantments. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, I guess this works. I guess I work at the witchcraft store now. Yeah. Um, I worked there for years and then, um, you know, bartended and did all sorts of stuff. And then eventually I was always a writer. So eventually I started working in publishing and um, I learned how to make a book. And, um, and I, learned how to, I learned how to know one when I saw one. So when I went back to work at Enchantments just um, after my son started school, um, you went back because you wanted to. Or what was this? You were like, I, mean, I, I miss needed it. a job, right? I definitely needed a job, um, and I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do. I didn't want to get a job where uh, I felt like I couldn't also be a writer, right? Um, so I was looking for something with enough space, and also be a mom, yeah, and a writer, yeah, and have some sort of full time job. Um, I wasn't sure how to do that, but I decided I was going to work it out. So I got a very part time job, and I didn't understand how that was going to work it out either. But then. Um, but then after a few days, we started getting a whole new influx of people coming into the store. And, um, you know, they were there before we opened. They, like, were keeping us open late at night. And it was very clear that um, people were looking for something. And they didn't really know what it was. What do you attribute the influx in I customers? Mean, on a very basic level, it was, like, a viral video on Facebook that happened to... Um, I don't know. It just happened to be be viral enough to give us like a giant boost. Just so we had to sort of change the way that we did business, and we had to be, um, we just had to change our pace. What was the video? Uh, it was really short. There's something I think it was like, "Bring me" or something. Sort of like a travel travel video okay. operation. I don't know what, but it was they speed things up. So like today we're gonna visit enchantments, and you go through oh, and you're right. like. You can I get a candle, you can like get a love that. spell, blah, blah, blah. It's like 30 seconds, but it, it was enough to tell the story of what, well, tell at least a little bit about what we have to offer and um, and to make people super curious. So they'd come in and say, "We, I want what you have to offer. What is it? <laughs> and and so uh, that was the question that I, you know, we had to answer over and over again. So eventually it's like, I could write this down. Yeah. I could write this book. Yeah. I can make sure that everybody, um, when they walk in here knowing that they want it and be like, okay, let's take a step back. What is it that you do actually want in your life? But I think it's so fascinating, too, because something that we've talked about a lot with a lot of different spiritual leaders on the show is that we're like moving into a time where this sort of stuff is just like organically mainstreaming. But I love that you're like, well, they knew they needed it, but they didn't know what exactly it looked like or like what they were going to do with it. And that's what your book basically is outlining. Yeah. And I not mean, basically. It's, it's very It's in-depth. outlining only um, because I don't know what other people's spirituality is going to look like. Right. I have no idea. Um, and I don't want to, and I don't want to dictate that for anybody else, but I definitely want to help people navigate their options so that they can really uh, realize that it's, um, you know, that your, your options are endless um, and your spirituality is going to reflect you if it's going to be yours. I love <laughs> that in the book you – uh, there's two things that it says one one of the people that gave you a review said the book is essentially that being a witch is about being free to be yourself yeah I'm like obsessed with that well that's my that's my philosophy of it I know a lot of witches have a much more specific um, concept of what it means but but um, that sort of you know you can you can find that in all sorts of facets of your life you know you can be like I know that my work needs to be exactly what I need it to be so I'm going to design my life that way or I need to present myself exactly as I feel in order to feel whole and that um your spiritual life can can be that way too or it, it's it's always going to be nobody can nobody can see it right <laughs> and nobody nobody else knows what it is although nobody if you're can, in LA everyone's trying to just like trying, dangle it in front of you trying <laughs> to, to wear it yeah um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually have an idea for for merch. I haven't gotten it together yet. Yeah, but I've seen there are some shirts I've seen that puzzle me, like um like spiritual gangster. Yeah, and like Namaste, bitch. Yeah, and like I think it's a little funny, but it's also just like it's it's such a muddled message. So I, I'm I'm working on my line of self possessed, but like I want to make it look real grim. <laughs> I love that. Um, but but yeah, that it's just like mm, yeah, I don't don't know what it is, but it's mine. Self possessed is the flame filter on Instagram that goes like that's exactly <laughs> that's what the it thing. Is. Yeah, so you identify like as a witch, like you just said. I know a lot of witches do this. 
What does that mean to you? I love. And are we witches? Uh, that's up to you guys. <laughs> can we but, be? Um, you can if you want to. It's completely up to you. I, um, do you want to be? Sure. I want to be yeah, too. I do. All right, you guys are in. Perfect. Perfect. Because there's that was actually. Really, that was the easiest thing well, I've ever that's, Well, I mean, but it's, it's, it's not easy because it's like I, I, can't, I can't make you a witch. It's like I feel like if you're like, if you want to, um, you know, like I'm, I'm Jewish, like I'm culturally Jewish, but yeah. like if you want to become Jewish, there's a way. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole process. And there's people who can say whether or not you've, completed the process and all of that and like that doesn't um that doesn't exist for witches I think something that I found really interesting someone told me was like you know why do witches wear black and like with all of those prosaic questions there's a million answers but one is just that black is traditionally a color for clergy and every witch is their own um their own spiritual leader yeah that it's like if you you wear black because you're taking on that that vestment and that um spiritual power and uh you don't you know obviously have to wear black to take that on but i, I you're really, not wearing black not at all yeah <laughs> but i really uh took that to heart as just like oh, okay i'm the one who's in charge of this mm. yeah um and it's it's really freeing i i know that um that's not how everybody's uh spiritual and emotional life works but if your spiritual and emotional life works that way in such a way that you want to be um you're comfortable being in charge of it um then then yeah i think that counts as witch to me and also i really like to call um it's it's been really fun to sort of come out as a witch and to do this process not that i was ever like silent about it but um if that's my title if that's what people are expecting where they're like i don't know anything about her but she's a witch it's so helpful because it truly it doesn't tell you anything (laughs) um but it also tells you not to uh, it tells you oh i guess i won't know what to expect it's got a serious don't fuck with me yeah i would prefer that as well that sounds great (laughs) if that's like a consequence um i definitely want people to be like i shouldn't fuck with her and i won't know what to expect i feel like it's also that's that's cool like that's that's a really good card good baseline yeah it's a great baseline there yeah so like even if witch doesn't um mean the same thing to everyone um it it's it's a really comfortable label for for some for people who don't really um feel comfortable with labels yeah it's a very like non-conforming that's what it conjures it conjures oh, i'm Ooh, witching already wow. <laughs> exactly um yeah that's what i that's why i love so what i love so much about the term and also why i think it's so attractive um to people right now because mm, the culture our our conf- for our culture of conformity um, is like curdling and falling apart. Sure you don't even get the benefit yeah. of what you give up in order to conform is supposed to be um, something that you actually want or that's actually going to like do you any good. And yeah, and it's being proved to us over and over again that like, no, we're not really getting anything out of this conformity. We're just giving up our own power. So. Yeah. Let's take a break from this spooky conversation is it a trick or is it a treat Ooh, i think it's a treat i do too um but maybe it's a trick because we're talking about witchcraft <laughs> Ooh, who knows who knows i just want to shout out uh, a, a a sponsor of ours that's brought a lot of joy into my life in multiple ways yeah first of all in the kitchen second of all on my body Okay, break it down. Okay, so we're talking about Chosen Foods. Hi, Chosen Foods. We love you. And all of their incredible oils. Um, They are best known for their avocado oil, which is so interesting. I did not know this was something until very recently. And the thing about avocado oil that is special is that it has a higher smoke point than other oils in the kitchen. Right. And the thing is, which we recently learned, when you heat an oil past its smoke point, it begins to oxidize and release free radicals. Ooh, no. Triggered. Don't want that. No thanks. And it has a really good flavor and it has the same consistency as olive oil. So you're not like, because I never really liked cooking with coconut oil or sesame oil because it gives a different flavor that I'm like, I'm not, that's I don't not my need game. my greens to I be like sweet. I like sesame oil like as a finishing After, oil, uh-huh. which Chosen Foods makes a beautiful oh, one. Oh, that spicy one. And a regular one. Mm, They're both phenomenal. Delightful. But also shout out to the spray coconut oil, which I've finished two containers already by putting it all over my body now that i have a shorter haircut uh-huh. i'll spray it in my hair and like slick my hair back and do it in a bun and Ooh. it's like no heat styling that day yes wow so that's incredible they've really, really they're really they're serving all of our things game changing like every little facet of our needs 
Yeah. So, so it's, important. This is a lady baby hack and a weekend wellness hack, you guys. There you go. We don't have time to play the jingle, but just do it in your head. We don't. So also, can I just recommend all of their dressings and marinades? The soy ginger and the lemon garlic herb are my favorite salad dressings. I pretty much put that garlic dressing on everything. It's problematic. Also, newly discovered on their website, chosenfoods.com, we've got these traditional avocado oil mayo packets on the go. You can buy them in an 8-pack, 12-pack, 16-pack, 24-pack, or 50-pack. Oh, for when you're making a sandwich in your car. Exactly. (laughs) Or like I would imagine, I'm not there yet in my life, but like mothers packing lunches for their children, trying to have a healthier option. And sometimes I don't want to like dress my salad or put the the mayonnaise or whatever on when I'm taking it to go because it gets soggy. So that can be like your last thing you do right before lunch. Exactly. So if this sounds good to you guys, which we got a deal for you. It should. I'm hungry just talking about it. Go to chosenfoods.com slash TSR. You will get to peruse the website, learn more, pick out your fave things, and you will get 50% off your order of $10 or more with the code what? Retrograde. That's 50% off with an order of $10 or more. That's incredible. So good. So it's, again, chosenfoods.com slash TSR. You guys... You know it. You love it. The promo promo code code retrograde. retrograde. And let us know how you're using these oils. Yeah. Mm. We got to know. Back to this convo now. One thing that you go deep on, I think, would be like a baseline for a quote unquote witchy practice is altars. Talk to us about what are they? What do they provide? Et cetera, et cetera. Right. Well, I have... um... I have like a list of like how I might build an altar, how might I might know what goes on it and what doesn't, when it's balanced, when it's not. Um, and that's thinking of an altar as like a very specific physical space, probably in your home, where you act out uh, your ritual or where you, it's like a little theater and you populate it with, um, with things that represent the vision that you're trying to bring into the world. So um, it's kind of like a diorama. If you had a project in school, (laughs) you're just like, I'm going to build a little world. (laughs) And within this world, I'm going to make, I'm going to tell a story. Um, And yeah, so that's sort of what the altar can do. It's kind of like a little sympathetic world. So um, that you can inhabit, you know, emotionally. And, um, And it's beautiful. And it's really nice to spend that time intentionally for yourself to um to just do a thing that's like it's not transactional it's not for anybody else it's not nobody's gonna say well did you make your altar today or any of that it's just a thing that you just do for yourself um I love to take baths and my bathtub I think of as my altar a lot of the time because my bath isn't for anyone else like it's really not it's not it's I don't have to question it it's just like no just just between me and me and so I think the altar can be a place for that it's a place in my home where it's just other people aren't allowed to touch it um it's not like not in a dogmatic way it's just like no it's not yours it's mine and that's that's really pleasant but um I like expanding the the concept of, that an altar is a place of worship and that can be wherever you worship so it right, can like it, have to it be can s- kind of like disintegrate entirely and just be like the altar is what you make of it but like that's how I know that something is true is when like the opposite is like also true. It's like, oh, it's deep. I zeroed in on something. But um more real. Yeah. So in the book you're talking, like you basically break it down into things that are like colors, symbols, you're talking about yoga, religion, there's candles, plants, minerals, scents, planets, the calendar holidays, pagan holidays, crystals, covens, love, money, astrology, tarot. Just a couple of things. I'm just like downloading all the shit from this book. <laughs> I wanna sit with like a highlighter and just go through the entire thing. Um, and then you go into how you kind of use these things to cast spells, and that's the essence of the witchcraft as as it differs from, like, ju- it just being one of the things. Um, so is it, like, you need – is that in tandem with the altar? Is that, like, okay, now I'm going to have – use some clove oil, mix it with a red, and suddenly I'm, like, out there fucking. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> right, yeah. So I – like, Take an eclectic approach. Yeah, I'm obsessed I with that. I definitely combine all sorts of things, but not all of them. Right. But it's like, uh, you know, each. Yeah, it's it's very tailored to the to the moment and to the thing that I'm working on. It's always different. Um, 
But yeah, things in combination, I guess. One way that we get to that at the store is like we have this custom candle. It's just sort of like the thing that you go to enchantments for. And the reason why we have it is because it's like a good kitchen sink option. It puts together all of the things that we um, create in-house into one place. And so um, the way I like to think of it is that you build layers of resonance to make a spell. And sometimes you can use one thing with your intention or just your intention. And that is enough for your spell. Um, If that's enough to get you so focused on your intention that you're completely consumed by it for a little while. And um, sometimes that can just be your thought. And sometimes it can be your thought plus the smell of cloves. And maybe you get to the point where you have your thought, you have the smell of cloves, and you're like, this is it, I'm ready. And you're done. But then sometimes that's not it. So sometimes, you know, like we have this kitchen sink approach at Enchantments. So you have a candle, and the candle is a color. So there's one layer. You picked one layer of resonance for your color. Do they, do they make it for you, or it's it's already there? We make them for Custom. individuals. Yeah. Oh, cool. Custom. Okay. I mean, there's all different ways. There's some that are pre-done, and you can do it yourself. But this is like the the specialty. Cool. Yeah. So you got your color. It's one layer of resident resonance. Okay. Um, and we talk about talk about that in the book. Which color for which purpose? Then you choose what kind of symbol you're going to put on it, and that's another layer of resonance. And then you can add an oil, and that oil is a blend of all these different scents, and those are all for different purposes combined into this one, another layer. And you add more color magic with glitter. Yes. You add incense <laughs> with more scents and more herbs. So like this is like, by this point, by that point in your in your spell, the spell has like could have like fifty elements. Right. At that point, if you really broke it down into each individual thing, um, and no, you really don't. I don't think you. I don't. I, I'm low maintenance. I don't feel like you need 50 smells, 50 things all at once. Um, and sometimes if I do, I will. But, um, you know, other people have other perspectives. I think the more, the better. Or, um, you know, people with more specific knowledge might end up being like, no, I really have to cross these three things because of all of that. Um, it's, just, it's just where it's, it's really got to be responsive to you. Again, there's no authority. Right. Um, and then, and, except but, except you. your authority. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you take it seriously, like, it's mm-hmm. valuable. What about infusing intention into that? That's an element? Of yeah, it. totally. How, what are your tips for, like, really being deliberate about it? Because I think sometimes, like, a thought can come through, and it might not be, might not seem deliberate enough to, like, really get it in there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it could be, like, surface versus, like, actual I love that power. question. Yeah. Like, how do we... I feel like you're asking, like, how do you really, like, cultivate your intentionality? Exactly. Yeah. Well, this is, like, that's what I mean. Like, that is the question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, and it doesn't... It is actually the It question. doesn't get... This it, is the symposium it on It doesn't that. get answered. You just... Um, I mean, honestly, if you're like, I'm a witch and I'm starting to want to, you know, get my intention, like you're probably going to make a lot of really silly mistakes. And if you're making a lot of, if you're paying a lot of attention, um, the way I find it is like, you know, and people might think that it's sort of a confirmation bias, but like I I talk about a spell um, about like, you know, sort of romantic intentions I had when I was like a teenager and how I like focused them a certain direction and it wasn't a good idea <laughs> it wasn't smart and um so yeah I was like I you know maybe I wanted this person to like love and care for me forever and eventually they went on and like actually there were two of them who like named their daughters I'm Maya. obsessed with it yeah and I was like <laughs> okay so they will love Maya forever like that worked that's yeah. real that intention got in there or it didn't whatever not that many people but are named Maya weird, kind of a lot of people like, are named Maya that, like who no, knows though that's a weird it coincidence be. it did not and I'm happy I'm happy that things worked out that way did I get what I want no because I wasn't specific enough and I was wouldn't have wanted that Right. I also I really just, wouldn't have wanted that. And like, you know, I'm I'm too embarrassed to say which celebrity this please was. But tell if they knock, no, it's come bad. on. If they knock, <laughs> no. But if they knocked on my door when I was like 16 or something, like that would have been illegal and gross and weird. Yeah, it would not have been right. And of course, that wasn't going to happen anyway. I love the idea of like little baby you in your house being like, let you know, I don't know who love me. And then they're like one day like downloading something. They just like pick this name out of there. They're like, I don't know why. I just like, like this name. I just, it's like, like I've always that. wanted. To- I know. I know. I'm really like, 
it's not like too many degrees of separation. Like if I ever meet this person, I might have to tell them the story. I think that's a great story. I'm definitely not saying who. Um, but yeah. Goes home and Google celebrities no, with children like so Maya. Well, you, you, you could, actually, you could figure this out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I got really distracted thinking about my crush. Yeah. No, that's okay. It's getting hot in here. It's just getting, it's getting way too hot in here. So do you feel like, because sometimes I feel like I, I can really understand what you're talking about and like I do those things and I set those intentions and but then sometimes I get frustrated when I can't see like the immediate results of the thing and then I have to kind of peel back and be like okay it wasn't necessarily for me to like receive something it was for me to like cultivate that internally and then surrender to what I'm actually meant to receive exactly that can be like a difficult thing to to wrap your mind around that's faith right that is faith and that's what that's what the line is yeah you know like that's um yeah and it's it's so personal what it actually means to you yeah and but also just um something I think about a lot is like uh Rob Bresny I don't know if you know that astrologer Mm -hmm. but he was kind of he's famous in New York just because his um horoscopes were in the back of the village voice for a million years amazing um and he had a book called Pronoia Okay. And it was like, live your life under the assumption that the universe is conspiring to shower you with blessings. Mm. Because it's very understandable to be paranoid. Sure, like, we're all like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, world's out to get you. Everything's terrible. Um, or but, everything's but hard. Cult- yeah, that's and everything everything is hard, though. Yeah. But, I mean, like, to have... Um, <laughs> You're like, well, that's true. Like, that is definitely true. But it's, like, hard for what? Right. Like, are you are you working really hard to make sure that you never get what you want and become happy or are you working really hard in the other direction and you're still going to be working really hard yeah but with pronoia as like a concept which is what I just am collapsing into sort of faith is when you're like you know things aren't going my way right now that doesn't mean they're going the wrong way I know that I don't necessarily know what is supposed to happen at any given moment but I I do know what my I mean, what my heart is telling me is a corny way of saying it, but it's like if you get any more esoteric than that, I think sometimes you can lose the point. Right. It's like I know what my spirit guides are telling me, or and I know so what many people tune Jesus out to that. is telling me. I know what whatever it is, but like I, I, my point in this book and in general is to kind of pare the language down to a place where um, there's less argument to have. I think we all agree that you kind of have to, uh, you kind of have to believe a little bit. Or else I don't know what animates your life. I was having this argument with someone the other day because they were telling me that they like don't believe in stuff. And I was like In any stuff? I was like, well then what's like the motivating factor like of your existence? Like what would be the point of life? This is too deep. But like seriously, like if you if there's nothing Is it homeostasis? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, well, my cells are still alive. Yeah. Just breathing this oxygen. I mean, and that is really good. If I mean that's like that's that works enlightenment. For you. No, really, like if you had like that would be enlightenment if you're like nine neither hot nor cold right like like True. nothing you know that would be that would be great like that's not yeah it would be great it wouldn't be any fun i always thought of like it wouldn't be any really fun. boring <laughs> no it would be it would be a it would, no not that it would be boring it, would, it wouldn't um stasis doesn't sound like that much fun right there's no party no there's no party and there's no sorrow either yeah. so that is a good bargain for monks Right. Yeah, and, saints. <laughs> and it's it is it's a good it's a good bargain for them. I'm, I'm not a monk or a saint, but I don't know. It has its appeal. All right, pause pause on this convo. We have a we have to shout out a partner, very, very important partner, very man gen of us. I feel this new partner. It truly is manifest generator. Really using our powers for good with this one. Yes, and it's perfectly timed with the Venus in retrograde for our listeners who. Like our ride or die, have remember all the things we talk about. And have been on your skin journey. Yes. Wander Beauty was a discovery that I have been preaching the gospel of since it came across my face. <laughs> so Wander Beauty is a cruelty-free makeup line made with luxurious skin-loving ingredients. And it's really, really cool. It's cool. And one of the my favorite things about it, it's very multitasker focused. Yeah, like everything has two sides. Not everything, but a lot of them have two sides where it's like a, bl- a blush and a highlighter, two different kinds of concealer, 
a little palette with the color. I mean, it's just all if, if you have all of your makeup and three things in your bag, it's like a dream come true. My favorite items, which we talked about last week with Natch Butte, the Duelist Matte and Illuminating Concealer. It is just like the perfect thing to keep in your bag. I also love the Flash Focus Hydrating Stick. It's a great buy. Mm. I also use their Sideliner uh, Eyeliner. It's a really beautiful brown that I love. Mm-hmm. The Glow Getter Mist. I mean, and Jackie actually says her favorite mascara is the Unleashed Volume and Curl I just mascara. ordered it. I'm so excited to try. So we're just huge fans of Wander Beauty, and we think you guys will love it too. If you head over to wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde, you're going to get 20% off. And let's not forget that Wander Beauty has won a ton of awards, including Allure's Best of Beauty Award. And an award for one of my favorites in my own personal beauty regimen. So stay tuned for Elizabeth's personal beauty award list. <laughs> this is at the top. This is at the top. <laughs> if this sounds good to you and you guys want to check it out, you're ready to up your makeup game, go to wanderbeauty.com. That's W-A-N-D-E-R beauty.com slash retrograde. And hey, you will get 20% off your purchase. We love you guys. We love you. That's wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde. Did you... Did you perform, um, what type of magic was infused into making the book happen? Uh, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. so much. Like, it's been 11, no, not 11 years. And uh, I worked in publishing for about five years. I left in 2011, and I made this deal with a book that I was working on because it was, like, exactly what I wanted to be working on. It was exactly the sort of book that I was like, okay, I want this to be the thing that I do so that we know that, like, I'm on the next level and all this stuff. And then, um, you know, and I worked so, I did so much work. It was so great and wonderful. But, like, I was like, this is going to take me up or out. That was my plan. No, it wasn't. That is not that specific. Um, I could have done better <laughs> with this plan, but I've kind of honed it over the years. But, like, that was what I boiled it down to. We were talking before about, like, how do you hone your intention? And and I was talking about all the, like, by making a lot of mistakes, I guess, and then being like, oh, next time I'm going to be a little bit more specific. Um and I find that also, like, I don't, uh, if I have a, an intention, usually it's, like, something I should do in real life. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, like, if I need a job, I can, I have to do all of the things to get the job. Actionable. And I can mm-hmm. also do a spell, but, like, that the spell is to support it. Um, but I don't do magic for every little thing because it it's not actually the most efficient way <laughs> to do every little thing. Um, but... Yeah, I guess deciding what you need to do with your hands and what you need to do in a spiritual way, like that's a way of honing your intention. Like most of the time, the answer is no. Um, And then when it's really yes, then um, for me, it tends to be something pretty huge because I was, you know, unhappy in my position, but positive that I was working in the right direction. And so it was very, very frustrating because I knew like, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. I know that this is where my skills uh will be utilized in the publishing side Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I was like I know it's about books I kind of feel like it's here there's so much right and then there's so much wrong so um I made a deal with that book it's the book the person who um wrote the book is uh I quote I quote him in my book actually Grant Morrison and he's um a magician and a comic book writer and um he's very inspirational to me in that like he sort of turned his work into a, a hyper sigil. We talked about what sigils are in the book. I don't know if you guys are down, but it's, a sigil is um, like a way that you reduce your magical intention down to a symbol. And then you can use that symbol on your candle or you can use it anywhere in any way. But like, you know, you see those glyphs yeah. and it's like, what are they, where they come from? Some are ancient and some people create and some people make combinations. So to create your own is to make a sigil. Um, and he made his comic books into kind of a he called it a hyper sigil so it's like mm, his intention as told through a story it's very complicated more complicated than taking words and bringing it down to like one little symbol but that's what he decided to do and then um, his life and his work began to mirror each other magically and in ways that he didn't really intend in ways that were scary and weird but he's going for it because he's like a full psychonaut and I you know I'm like I really like walking around the world and being able to talk to people. I don't. I don't always want to get that weird, um, <laughs> you know. So, but it, I thought it was really interesting. So I decided to sort of link my um, my experience of trying to build 
that sort of magic into my own life. Um, so I linked my project with his. And so I was like, through the process of this, I'm going to move up and out, um, up or out. I ended up moving out. So explain the up or out, because you said the specificity wasn't quite there, but exactly, I'm curious. Because right? I was like, I want this book. I was like, I really want this book to get me out of the uncomfortable position in this hierarchy. Okay. I want to get to a place where I can do what I really want to do. Or I want this book to somehow make it so that like I can move out of this position so that I can do what I want to do. I see. And um, yeah, so I, I, I linked my intention to that. That was 2011. I left, uh, I left that job before I even finished working on the project mm-hmm. and um, finished it and went on to do all of these tangential, tangential things that um, didn't have anything to do with my career. Um, and I had a baby and did all of this stuff Mazel. that wasn't writing. <laughs> Wait, you met your husband inside of a pumpkin? He wasn't in the pumpkin, but... I, I, there was a little bit of, of semantics in there. There was a little bit of semantics in there. I, I did a ritual that involved a pumpkin. Okay. And and into that pumpkin, I expressed the intention to meet okay. the person that I was going to be with. Okay. And, um, and did. And then where did you actually find him? Oh, I mean, we went to college together. In a pumpkin patch. We already knew each other. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, in a pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. Like, yeah. we were in a really big pumpkin. Yeah. Um, no, but it does sound so Cinderella-y. It I don't does. even think about that. But I always say when it's time to go home, it's pumpkin time. Like, it's pumpkin time. People like that. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's <laughs> really spread. Like, other people say it. It's, like, turned into a thing. But pumpkin time. It's, it's always time pumpkin time. to go. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so pumpkin. It's pumpkin everything right now. I'm so it glad really we're here is. to pumpkin spice <clears throat> it up together. I see you. I know. I don't um I don't pumpkin doesn't taste like anything you guys <laughs> it have you eaten a pumpkin like there's, no, like there's no flavor it's more the flavoring that people use for pumpkin I think that that evokes the cinnamon the, and that, clove. like, clovey yeah mm. much like a spell exactly well that's <laughs> no but it is that it is I mean that's why we like it people are like I want all of these you know warming herbs because it feels cold out and also because like there's the magical purposes of them and also like these things are they're healthful for you you really should probably have like active oils and spices like this at this time of year because it's getting cold yeah we're all getting sick like it's not you know yeah it's it's cute Elizabeth, she says, through her, like, day quillies. Um, well, Maya, thank you so much for coming here and, uh, to quote you, inspiring us to enthrall us to our own spirit. I, it's getting enthralled. It is. I yeah, just love I that. Your book is – I'm just so excited that you – took this path and that it brought you to creating this book because you are such an incredible writer. Yeah. And it's just – and I think when, you know, in reading – I thought it would to, would be more of a guide at first, to be honest, just because it was like she works at a shop. I had no, um, you know, idea of your writing background or anything beforehand, and it's just such a beautifully descriptive book, and it's so fun to read. And I think Thanks. all of our beautiful listeners, who are of course are witches as well, are just gonna like love what you're putting out there. I'm so excited yeah. to share it. It has been so much fun, you guys. I have no idea what I was thinking all these years. It's like, wait writing is cool but sharing your writing with other people is amazing (laughs) it's so great i can't believe i held out this long so where um can we get it and are you on tour what's going on you can get the book wherever books are sold okay which is really fun to be able to say um and if you have a bookstore that you love and they don't have it have a conversation with them about it that's my favorite way to cast a spell on those bitches i mean i'm casting a spell on all of you bitches right now i hope you're okay (laughs) like it's happening we're gonna do great yeah and um but yeah i'm on tour right now i have an event uh tomorrow night in la i have one on monday in the bay and then i'm going back home to new york and um if people will have me i'm gonna keep doing weird events whenever i can i want to do some magical karaoke that's like uh that's my I haven't planned life. I haven't planned it yet, but it's gonna be huge. Wait, tell me about this because every job. year for the past seven years or something, I've done a karaoke birthday, which is three days after Halloween, oh, and I'm still so not ready. a rock star, so I don't really understand. Right. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're ready. We you're ready. To What's happening? happening? Well, so my idea. First bell, learn how to sing. <laughs> well, um, I love to sing. I I was hosting karaoke night for a while. I'm like, oh, I want it back. But um, I just want to take the karaoke menu and break it down a little bit into intentions instead of by singer or by song title. So if you're like, 
my intention is to bring love or money or to become a star. I will have segregated these songs. So you go and you're like, I'm trying to become a star. You go into the section about those songs. You pick the one that appeals to you most. And then you are doing the, you're encanting your intention to a room full of people and sharing it and sharing that I'm energy. I'm obsessed with this. But That's this is what you're doing already. Like, this yeah. is why you love to do karaoke. It's and it's also like, you know, when in the movies, when you're doing a spell, they're like, Hecate, everything. And that, you know, like there's a chant. But we have chants. They're just, songs songs like we um, have them they had people that used to have them then and they didn't have spotify like we <laughs> do like and we're so lucky well i have a lot i have a lot of spotify mixes that i want to share with you guys yes. intentional. yes send us one um i definitely will but um but yeah so i i use pop songs as my incantations there's usually a pop song that goes with whatever i'm working on so um so yeah, I want to like share that practice, and also I just I want to sing because I'm big ham, and yeah. I want to sh- <laughs> spread it around. Um, one more side question: What do you do? You do anything specific for around Halloween? Yes. Okay. Um, well, okay. So I live in a sort of suburban-looking neighborhood, and it's really fun for people from all over the city to come and do like house to house and ring the doorbell so it's my neighborhood's like mardi gras for halloween well mardi gras for children on halloween and um <laughs> mardi gras everyone has their clothes on and there's Reese's so, pieces everywhere. So, hammered on sugar no it's really it's really <laughs> intense and um so we don't even my son's six now we don't hardly trick-or-treat at all but we're just in a constant state of handing out candy and it's it's fun it's pretty thrilling and it's not Witch magic. Um, but that is specifically what I do on Halloween. I love to dress up in costumes just like all the time. Like I went to a party last night. I was basically Han Solo. Like I just want to okay. be dressed up. Um, so I'll, I'll do that. Um, but like like a Samhain ritual. Yeah. I have. I don't know if I've ever been to one. But, um, but yeah, I honor my dead. Um, and like, you know, I might like refresh my altar and um like one of the things that people put on their um dia de los muertos altars like um so i really like is like you put a glass of water and a comb and maybe some like cologne or something because it's like they've traveled a long way to come be with their living family and like everybody wants to freshen up so many toiletries i thought that was so cute and also you know these are specific people who you probably knew when you're thinking about it and it's like you know if like if my grandpa's coming, like, he wants, like, after ointments or something, you know? Like, right. I know what he likes. Like, I know what he wants. So, yeah, um, so yeah, making um, making offerings like that, pomegranate season, that's always something really ritualistic and great about the fall. Um, but, yeah, I do, I do folly rituals all the time. I don't always, you know, I, doing ritual by myself is what's great because sometimes I'm just walking through a spot and I'm like, oh, yeah. This is where the magic is today. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a performance because mm. nobody's watching. It doesn't have to look like anything. Um, but, you know, you can uh, give yourself that validation. Just be like, that was that was my religious practice for today. Right. Mm. You just have a little intuitive hit and then you honor that in whatever way you need to in the moment. Yep. That's beautiful. Thank you, Maya, so much for being here. Tell our listeners where they can find you and where they can find your book. Well, thank you guys so much for inviting me. This is such an exciting opportunity. (laughs) Um, My name is Maya Spalter. That's the name on my book. That's the name on my Instagram. And um, my website and all of those things. The book is called Enchantments, A Modern Witch's Guide to Self-Possession. Self-possessed. Let's get self-possessed. <laughs> Let's do it. Yes. Amazing. Yay, Thank you guys, so much. go check it out. It's so amazing. Okay, so last week was Beauty Week on That's So Retrograde. It was. But really, isn't every week Beauty Week? It is. If you let it. Yeah. So I'm all about celebrating beauty, Elizabeth. I want to celebrate with you, Stephanie, mm-hmm. our new partner to the show, Living Proof. It's really fun when we get a partner who we're already fans of. It's really what it's all about. Yeah. Like we said, man jan. Man Jan. Man Jan realness. <laughs> so We're true. manifest generating all of these brands that we are obsessed with. We're like, help make this show happen. And they're like, sure. Like, and then no we're problem. like, cool. So that's life. Um, so what do we love about Living Proof? Um, most things. Living Proof is special because they're a hair company that's actually spearheaded by scientists. So all their products are designed to really 
maximize your hair's potential and heal it if you will rather than just masking and like dumping stuff into your hair that weighs, weighs it down and ultimately makes it fall out. Steph, I know you love the Restore Perfecting Spray. Obsessed. Which is great for pre-blowout, but you have a little so I don't, lady baby hat. I usually don't blow dry my hair because who has the time? Um, and it's blonde, so it just gets so dry. So what I do is I spray that per, um, Restore Spray all on my hair and then I'll do like little twists and then walk around my house, get ready, whatever, and then sort of like shake it out. And then it looks like I've done something to my hair, but I haven't. And I use it for an actual blowout, and it's bomb. Really? It's so good. Amazing. I also love, I mentioned this, I think, last week on our beauty episode, um, the Smooth Blowout Concentrate. Mm-hmm. It's great. Again, like I like to couple the two together, the spray and the concentrate, if I'm doing a blowout. But if I'm not blowing my hair out and just want it to have like a nice controlled wave, Mm-hmm. I use the smooth blowout concentrate um, and just let my hair air dry and it is fabulous. I just If love, I do say so myself. No, seriously, your hair's never looked better. Thank and you. And let's just quickly shout out their Hero product, which is their dry shampoo, which we also talked about on Natch Butte. Um, so unlike most dry shampoos just mask the smell of sweat and like take the oil out a little and like but this shampoo is actually scientifically engineered to clean your hair so it's it is like you're washing your hair and we have a fun little deal so if you head over to livingproof.com slash retrograde and use the promo code retrograde you'll get a free sample of their award-winning and that's so retrograde highly rated dry shampoo with your purchase that's livingproof.com slash retrograde promo code retrograde Free sample mm-hmm. of dry shampoo with, with your, your order. And if you guys want any suggestions on other stuff that we love from the range, just DM us and yeah. we'll help you pick it out. But it's all incredible. I, you know, before using this, I never really knew what to get from the hair aisle. Mm-hmm. And now I have a clear idea of what's needed to make, make hair happen. happen. <laughs> yeah. We love it. Thanks so much to Living Proof. Um, hope you guys love it. So we've got some interesting listener questions today. Yes, and our listeners are the forever rose. So let's make this a, a lady baby moment, shall we? Oh, okay. Lady baby. It's a lady baby moment. Lady baby. <laughs> I wish we had a tiny little keyboard. Oh, that's what we need. Just go kink, kink, kink. Okay, moving on. Um, someone asked, do we have a name of this person, Elizabeth? I, I don't know what their names are because it's all via Instagram. Do you have an Instagram handle? Or should we just... Scenic Wanderers. Scenic Shout out. Hey, Scenic Wanderers. Um, Ooh, that really felt like old timing. I liked that. Mm. Like we just got your AIM name and that's it. Um, Anyways, you asked about B12. Can you you read the question? What's your opinion on B12 injections and supplements? Okay, here's my opinion. B12 injections and supplements are incredible. Uh, you guys maybe have heard me talk about my methylation problems and my inability to absorb B12 via food. So injections and drips and supplements have changed my life. Without them, I'd be dead. If this was 1920, you wouldn't be hearing from me. Um, but there's one thing I will say that you need to look out for. For most people, not most people, but 50% of people are have the gene mutation where you don't methylate B vitamins, meaning that your body can't take the vitamin and change it into the absorbable form. So you need to get, so for example, a lot of you will see like folic acid is really just folate that hasn't been methylated yet. So people who can't methylate, if they take folic acid, their body isn't doing anything with it and it can ultimately be really bad for you. So an an example of that in the B12 family would be if you see cyanocobalamin on a product that's pre-methylated B vitamins, which is difficult, more difficult for a lot of people to absorb slash some people can't even do it. So this is all to say, if you're going to take a B vitamin, make sure it's methylcobalamin. That's so sciencey. I don't even know what to do. My eyes just glazed over, but I'm sure that was super helpful but for everybody. Else. Identify it as like okay for like the Gero formulas. It will be called methyl B12, and that's sublingual, mm. and that go, that's meaning it goes under your tongue. And if you put it under your tongue, that's a very absorbable way to get the vitamin. So that would be my recommendation for the supplement: is get a sublingual methyl B12. 
an injection you can go to a clinic that's fine but just don't get cyanocobalamin because it's fucking trash moral of the story yeah that's a great answer thank you that is really your wheelhouse b12 specifically specifically the thing that is like the bane (laughs) of my existence don't like to give medical advice on the show because that's not what we're here for but that seemed pretty well-rounded. Well, I've been a, a student been slash a, victim. <laughs> you've been an explorer in the B12 space. Yeah, because when I was 19, I got this fucking problem. And I've pretty much done everything to try to like make this happen for myself. And I was taking cyanocobalamin injections for like a decade. And it was forever just raising my B. I remember I got a blood test and the doctor was like, why is your B12 level so high if you're deficient? It's because I it was just hanging around in my blood. I wasn't absorbing mm. any of it. Um, so also the thing that I do though now is just, I just get a vitamin drip once a month. I don't even fuck with injections. I can't deal with it. It's too annoying. I just pay $120 once a month and get a doctor to drip it into my veins. There you go. Because I hate stabbing myself with needles. Sailor Mouth asked, how do you deal with stress slash anxiety dot 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 without Clonopin? Well, oh. Okay, so um, I actually came off of a really high anxiety week that just kind of like came out of nowhere and I was like, what is going on? And here's what I did. Um, I always think it's just great to have like your trusted friends on speed dial that mm-hmm. there's just people you can talk to who can you can share how you're feeling. That's oh, that's always like number one because sometimes like talking it out or writing it out is just the best place to leave it. And then... You writing might, it out is great yes. if you don't feel comfortable sharing. Right. Either or, but I think those two are like kind of like my first go-tos. For sure. And then um, just giving myself some space and some quiet time. So I took the weekend to just cook for myself and like make fun recipes and, you know, watch some Food Network and just kind of clear my day to just recenter. And... Um, you know, that could be something that's just like a 30 minute window in your day if you're on your lunch break at work to like go for a walk or just do something to just move the energy around, whether it's something that just like, you know, is going to bring you complete and utter happiness or something that um, just will literally shift your energy by movement. I also think like it's interesting, the second part of that question, like without Kalanapin, because you got to think like there's a moment when you feel like you need to take the Kalanapin. You know, where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm feeling very anxious. I'm feeling like it's getting out of control. And instead of um, really taking that moment as a hard, it is a hard moment. You have to like, you have to walk through the fire before you can put the fire out. So like before you go to take the pill, start just becoming an observer. Like trust that nothing's actually happening. It's just inside your mind and your body. Start taking deep breaths and become a real observer of the feeling. Once you identify the feeling and you sort of like watch it, like think of your brain as that like ticker, that like Wall Street ticker where all that shit's like passing through and it's like all these numbers and information, like crazy stuff. Like just look at that and be like, okay, what is the stuff that's actually creating anxiety? And you can begin to identify that you don't have to give those things power if you don't want to. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay to just like let it stop you in your tracks for a second. Yeah. And take time with it. Yeah. Instead of feeling like I don't have time for this. I just need to like do my life and I don't I can't have this anxiety and I'm just going to shut it down like literally just like close the door and be like no, okay? Yeah. I have time for myself. I need to work through this because this, the truth is that if you don't work through that stuff, it's never going to go away. It's going to be following you around for the rest of your fucking life. And it's hard work to get through that, but you can do it. And one other thing, just tactile, is I um, try to like lower the tech. So I'll log off of email. I'll log off of Instagram. Good tip. I f- but it's really hard because I still find myself we all know I love an online shop so mm-hmm. like what's really hard for me is like shut the browser down yeah which I know would like really bring it to the next level of just pure calm but um yeah trying to like manage the relationship with tech I think that first of all I, I know that that's a huge anxiety inducer for all of us whether we're conscious of, of it or not yeah but you know just like consciously shutting down for the day and just letting yourself kind of like um remove possible quote-unquote triggers is a really beneficial move yeah cultivating that relationship inward instead of outward will really begin to help you understand why you have anxiety and help you realize that it's not something that you can't control and lex get it asks calling secret hq mm-hmm. hello who's your dream guest you haven't had okay. hold on <clears throat> yes I'm Secret HQ. Okay. Ring, <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Hello. 
<laughs> oh, is this Secret HQ International? It is. <laughs> I'm calling to request some guests for my podcast. That's so retrograde. Oh, I've heard of you. Oh, really? Yes, you guys are much beloved in this in the cosmic HQ space. We've got a direct line. <laughs> yes. So, um, in fact, I believe it's you who invented us. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, thank you. Um, well, I just you mean, wanted. To... You're welcome. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to talk about a few guests that myself and um, Stephanie are trying to call in. You, you got... know Steph, obviously. Yeah, she's wonderful. Love her. Love um, her. She's so pretty. So pretty. <laughs> just so pretty. Sorry about my accent. I'm not really sure where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Your secret HQ. You're everywhere. I'm a transcontinental H- HQ. Um, first and foremost. Mm. Uh, we're on an email with her. Mm. We're friends with her. Mm. But Marianne Williamson, mm. come through. Oh, I'm transmuting something, trans trans downloading something. Uh, it seems she's in the pipeline. Okay. Okay. Um, RuPaul, mm. new book called Guru. Guru himself. Seems like a good fit. I feel he's also in the pipeline. And then Madonna. Mm, okay. Well. Okay. well, here's the thing with Madonna. I actually have never wanted to meet Madonna because I think mm. it's just like, you don't need to always meet your heroes. It mm. just does isn't always the best idea. In fact, sometimes it's best not to. Exactly. But I just feel in, you know, keeping an eye on her Instagram, she's very cosmically attuned mm-hmm. and skincare oriented. And mm. I feel like it would be a dope combo. You know, your friend Stephanie's actually been at her house two times. I know. <laughs> two, two times. So that humble brag over <laughs> no. Secret HQ. No, I don't know her. <laughs> Um, okay, so just saying she's been in her presence, it must mean just she's coming through. Yes, exactly. But you might need to wait a little bit on that one. Yeah, I feel that too. Okay. But just throwing that out there. All so right. This I'm was a-, a great conversation. It really was. <laughs> I'll work on my accent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank you. And remember, the universe has your back. Aw. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Gabby Bernstein would be a good one too. Uh, we already hung up. There we go. I know, I'm just like <laughs> throwing it out there. That was a nice convo. So yeah. that was our secret. She HQ seems really call. nice. Uh, she seemed great. What a what a love. Transcontinental love. No, we learned transcontinental means across the continent we're in, but not what, across what she, other continents. What she actually meant was uh, across the universe. Yes. So, we'll, right. well she'll get it. She'll get right. it right one day. All right. So then, last question. Yeah. How do you get pumped up to record? We go... I I e o e ooh ooh ooh. Is that what you do? No, you've never seen. I've me never do that seen before. you do that, but you might be doing that on your way here, which is cool. Right? No, I meditate, write in my journal, jump on my trampoline. Yeah, and that's all much the it. things. Yeah. I like to listen to original Broadway cast recording. Okay, of all what? Right. Um, you know, whatever is on my my to the stage mega mix that I made on Spotify Cute. of all my favorite musicals. Um, no, that's. That's not all the time, but that does help. Um, I like to walk here. Okay. Walk to the recording tends to help. I don't get to do it all the time, but that's great. And, you know, just like me and Steph, just like chatting beforehand. That just helps. like connects and we get the vibe. Yeah. Um, is it working? I don't know. Are We're, any of those things working? Well, you Unclear. guys, I know I need to go to accent school, so I don't know. Um, and then we're getting a lot of requests for live touring, Chicago, Australia, San Diego. The answer is yes. We're trying. All in due time. Yes. Um, okay. So really quickly, as we said, Halloween is coming up. Mm-hmm. So my rose or lady baby tip, or I don't know, I just have a Halloween costume suggestion. Tell me. For everybody. Because for everybody. I just feel like sometimes Halloween comes in fast and quick and you might not know what to do. And I will say that initially... Like a month or two ago, I was like, oh, Ariana and Pete Davidson. That's a great costume. I would love to wear the fake pony. I would love to draw tattoos all over my body. Like, that just seems like a fun thing. You could still be them. I know, but I I just, I'm not going that route. I don't feel like investing in the hair. I'll be totally honest. Okay. Um. So here's my budget queen. Also, I feel like the Pete and Ariana thing, it's played out before it's even happened. And they're broken up. That's my thing. But really, I feel like that's going to be the couple's costume du jour. And it's like, who wants to do what everybody else is doing? So true. So here's my here's my suggestion for everybody. Get a group of friends together. Find your favorite pink, purple, red tonal outfit. <laughs> and go as the wild, wild country cult, which I can't remember. Rajneeshi. Thank you. So that's, that's what we're going to be. That's a great vibe. Yeah. I really liked that I dressed up as a witch. I might do that again. But I also bought the no, shirt. No, you're going to be in the cult with us. Sorry. Okay. 
um, can I be okay? But I also bought this shirt that I might wear during the day because I was at Hot Topic looking for um, little like lace gloves. By the way, Hot Topic so lit, you guys. <laughs> it's like everything is half off all the time, no matter what. And there's so much fun stuff in there. Where was there a Hot Topic? I went to Hollywood and Highland on a Saturday. Whoa. It was really dark, but Thorn. <laughs> I did buy this shirt for eight dollars. <laughs> Resting witch face. So I thought I could wear it during the day of Halloween as like a fun thing. That's cute. Um, but truly hot topic, you guys. Wow, I forgot that it existed, and I kept saying to the girl like, "Wow, hot topic, really fun." She's like, "I mean, yeah, I know, I work here." I, was, I feel and she like was hot like, topic and Paxson are in the same family. I'm I'm really trying to bring them both back. Okay, it was a joy to be there. I got uh, little like lace gloves for like four dollars. I got um that that shirt and then i got one more thing oh fishnets it was everything was like eight cents i don't even know <laughs> i was so into it that's so great. that's my my halloween rose hit up your local hot topic who that's even great. knew that was still a Those thing are good i yeah. feel like we're just a bevy of halloween tips for everybody because it was my nightmare to go to i would rather go to hollywood and highland than go to hollywood boulevard halloween store so true because that's like a sweaty scary if you want to meet some real life ghouls hit up hollywood boulevard so real fucking scary every point of the year so scary to be be fair but also obviously like visit pinterest visit instagram just google just look up keywords and there's so much really fun inspo on there truly so that's that that's that and what a fun show thank you so much again to maya spalter for joining us really enchanting us today Mm. don't forget to go to enchantments if you're in new york city yes and we're going to be in new york city for our show on 11 11 Mm -hmm. at 5 Mm p.m at union hall in brooklyn as part of the new york comedy fest Mm -hmm. very exciting and um go ahead and maybe leave us a review on the itunes that would be a lovely halloween gift for both stephanie and myself we love you guys namaste listening This particularly bewitching episode of That's So Retrograde was brought to you in part by our friends at Chosen Foods. So go to chosenfoods.com slash TSR and use promo code retrograde for 50% off your order of $10 or more. Namaste spooky. Ooh, happy (laughs) Halloween. Yes, that's a retrograde.